0: activated podcast your boat ebo live and direct via zoom all the way um my guest right now is signing it it is 10 o'clock in toronto so happy friday for everybody listening as this goes out every friday um my guest is on a west coast time we had to you know i was looking forward to having a conversation with this brother here um we came across his he also does a um i don't say podcast right yeah, I YouTube. do
1: a podcast, but I also do yeah YouTube. The yep.
0: series uh, of YouTube and um, essentially it is about manhood, which a lot mm-hmm. of his views on Instagram is it got me like hmm, I need to have a conversation just to gain better understanding because some of the view I'm not I'm not gonna front some of it I'm like I I see it some of it I'm with it some of it I'm like I don't know how truly feel so it's a great honor to have you on my podcast of course um well, i he, appreciate it he goes by mr 1950 and i want you to break that down for people to understand what that even mean aka the silverback lifestyle yeah ladies and gentlemen i got mr 1950 hakeem <laughs> on the platform How you doing, hey i brother? appreciate
1: you man i appreciate the invite man um you know i'm 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 honored to be here man anytime we can talk manhood and and just man franchise of ours right uh i'm down for it uh mr 1950 um is a name it was actually uh given to me uh but it is the views of the old school and yep. how men was men um especially my black men mm-hmm. and and the sisters was was sisters there was the uh, the queens and um, not this uh, high gore, girl summer stuff they rocking now. <laughs> uh, so for me, I right. am representing real men and men who care about the image that we give off in public mm-hmm. and how we're raising our kids in order to uh, be appropriate in public and and you know just create a legacy. You know, so
0: so I mean 20, from, from what it seems to and thanks for that, but. What it seems to me, like after you know, gauging through your content and things we've been posting, we actually came across each other. And I don't know, I know it was a, it was around the time where I put the Nipsey Hustle podcast. I think about a year ago, some some things like that. You had hit me up, told me you appreciated our episode, and we kind yeah, of yeah. been on social media with one another. And I've been mm-hmm. seeing like the posts and, and everything like that, and I started to kind of pay attention to, it, and I was intrigued. Um, and like you were saying, the nineteen fifty as you as you. Label it to be for you at least. It is the you're, you're claiming the last traditional man standing. If I'm butchering, please yeah. correct me. Yeah,
1: you know, you're so it's the last traditional man on the planet, but I'm cool with standing. Okay, same thing, but <laughs> a, okay, uh, yeah, last right. traditional man on the planet. And the reason why I say that is because you know, I feel like a lot of men just try to adjust with the times and they think it's okay just to say, you know, well, okay, this is just because it's 2020. Twenty one. Oh, we, can, we should we can fly this way. Yeah. Co-ed baby showers, gender <laughs> reveals, men wearing dresses. You know. Oh, is you supposed to be cool with that? I and mean, I'm not supposed to have an opinion, and if I do, I'm misogynistic. Mm-hmm. I hate women. You know all of the above, but you know I'm protecting the old the ogs, and I'm protecting the old school ways. Uh, grandma and grandpa had it right. We just was too young to understand that. You know
0: what I mean? What? So what? What's what about that era? I mean, 1950 is what you're kind of uh, gauge it as as the good era, but mm-hmm. it could be something later after. But as per mm-hmm. what you're saying is that that's the last great era when it comes to um, manhood. Mm-hmm. What? Well, what... not just manhood. Uh, just
1: black. You know, a black men. Uh, for one, we were self sufficient. We was doctors, lawyers. We had that's our excellent. own communities. Mm-hmm. We had a highest striving community, uh, even to this day. Um, Community-wise, we didn't count on the government to take care of us. We took care of our women and kids. Um, we had booming societies with, um, in, inside of this country. Um, we also had, you know, great uh, high education rates, uh, single-digit divorce rates. Um, there was a lot of great from that time. But what people believe is that, oh, okay, we, you know, that was then, this is now. Um I'm not saying we need to live in the, the stone age but i don't believe the 50s with the stone age it's, The 50s was a mindset right it was a mindset of being self-sufficient and men taking care of home men taking care of their kids uh marrying the appropriate woman women acting like women men acting like men it was a it was a thing so that is why uh, mr 1950 um, on youtube and Pretty much everything else I mean that's what they they roll with me with so
0: and yeah. what what is to you from your perspective what is a woman acting like a woman right because it, it seems to me maybe mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I know I know this in in today's era um it's things have evolved but I, evolved I wonder for I, who for most I think
1: see it evolved for the Europeans but but for African Americans did we evolve?
0: More or less. So so, See, so is, let, let me ask you this. So you don't think that we've we've evolved or we should yeah, have we, been following the trends of Europeans? Is that is that what you're getting at? Yeah,
1: well, yeah, um, For for me, I mean I, I mean if you talk to most black people right now, they believe if you have two glasses of water with ice in it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a black man was selling it and a white man was selling it, Black people will believe that the white man's ice is colder because okay. they believe that it's right. So what I'm saying to you is, is that when we say evolve, we evolved the way the Europeans wanted us to evolve because when he segregated us in what, 54, 55 around that time, okay. when he segregated us, what happened to us, right? We totally collapsed. We started depending on the government. We start, we start looking for someone else to help us instead of being on our own and doing what we would normally do
0: i be self-sufficient okay
1: black women and I love my sisters um have one of my own black women are women who don't identify as black men as being the leader if you look at every other nationality that is fact like they you you got a Mexican making three dollars a day in the fields. But yet he comes home to a wife who's going to say, Hey, you know, thank you for doing this. The stuff is taken care of. You know, we're gonna take care of this family together. And she has respect for him. But right now, what's going on now? We're talking about evolving. The evolution has showed us that they're demasculating our men, and I'm not talking about black women, mm-hmm. but as a whole, demasculating our men, um, separating us against each other. Uh, But they also, also too, women right now believe leadership comes from finance. That's when men was men and women was women. And the, the respect was there. And there was no doubt in my mind that that's where the respect level has always been. You know
0: what I mean? Now, and part of it, I think also is that with the i mean i like to say evolution but so what you're saying i agree with meaning that like black people were a lot more um um self-sufficient and i think that's a, that's an important target to get back to and and the black people have been dismantled by all this um oppression and everything going on especially in the u.s but not even especially in the u.s but to be honest with you even living in canada um is just as prevalent but the only difference is canadian very hush hush with that right like even just last week um they found about 200 215 uh indigenous kids that were buried in what they call a homeschool and which was under the catholic church so they Mm -hmm. they were literally taking these kids from their indigenous community and trying to almost whitewash them
1: so these was these was indigenous black kids right
0: no these are these are indigenous kids not black but I mean this, so you, know,
1: these, these so you just... know indigenous indigenous or indigenous we're talking like we 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 going to talk about history so mm-hmm. indigenous people are black people okay it's fact so you you've heard of the moors right mhm
0: mhm
1: so we we can get all over the place bro
0: we can talk yeah, about no, no 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 I mean because I mean cause I,
1: <laughs> th- so this is what manhood. it's there
0: for but to yeah. your to and I guess here they refer to indigenous as the original people which were the um, Indians that were here prior to white people coming, in. but I, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, as far as you're saying, black people being the original indigenous people,
1: of course. Um, if if they tell you that, I mean, the the, the winner of the war tells the story, right. right? That's a fact. So so if they tell you that this is not your land, can you take claim to it? No, no. So I read a book. It's called Before Columbus. I forgot um, the, 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 the author. But it's pure facts that they have, they found things, they've shown things. I mean, it's, it, it is such, it, it's disheartening that in the history books that we're being taught something that has been manufactured for us to believe that right. this is not our land. And because of that then we can't take claim to it we act like we're guests and if we act like we're guests Then there's nothing we can do to take it back yeah of course we know we we are in Africa but um the moors was walking this whole entire United States and Canada well before uh anybody else came and when they came mm. off the ship even Columbus came, went back to um, where he was from, and and he said, you know, some really dark, um, white-eyed, you know, people were were there. What do you what do you want us to do? You know, Columbus knew that. Okay, this is great land that we we found, right. but these people on here. So what do you want us to do? <laughs> that's, so that's of course you know. Of course you know What they had to do Was mm-hmm. to take us out Now When you say Indians And all that stuff Well Black people were Indians We were We were here That's what I'm saying And
0: If you look at Old pictures of Indians
1: Right You couldn't tell me That those weren't Black people
0: man I mean I, I know that they they they, they 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 do say Humanities Started in Africa And the original people Everything Came from Black people essentially And then it's through the course of history and the melanated and I mean it's a lot more complex that I could really put my finger on, but that that I was aware of. I mean, originally I'm from parents from Nigeria, West Africa, and and I go back I got, every year. I got family
1: from Nigeria. My mom's Nigerian.
0: Oh, dope.
1: That's why my name is Akin. Okay. And yeah, my my middle name is Jahari. Mm-hmm. My last name is Powell. My dad's from from the states. He's from Texas, so it's different. Okay. But I was raised in Islam and. I'm very familiar with Fufu and and all the stuff, man. <laughs> so, so trust and believe I grew up to that stuff, man. So like, have
0: you ever been um to, to to have you ever been on the continent? I've been, at
1: to all? Kenya, I've been to Kenya.
0: How was that? How was that experience for you? And how long ago was this? Uh
1: It was years ago. It was maybe 0304. Mm-hmm. Um I loved it. I mean, um it just I didn't like the heat, but um <laughs> yeah, yeah, other than other than that, you know it's difficult i guess my experience because you know you're coming from america right they think you're wealthy they think you're you think you're you know and i think the experience i wish i could have blended in more but i i probably would never blend it in because i don't look like the natives you know what i mean but right. i loved it man if it was a if it was an opportunity for me to stay like i was really thinking i know they were saying in nigeria they was doing dual citizenships for americans right um i was really debating on if i was going to get that and i really wanted to to do it but they, then i found that they only gave a certain amount of people it
0: <laughs> i think in ghana too they had it they had it in place where they were um especially in 2019 they had the year of return where they were putting out a lot of Heard about know, that um, messaging and, and allowing a lot of the descendant of, of from the slave trade and so on to come back home and to actually be able to tap into and get their citizenship and get settled um and obviously COVID has moves things around I still think they're still doing it so Ghana would be yeah I'm I'm gonna look into that because if that's the case then
1: I'm gonna have dual citizenship brother would
0: you would you would you pack up and go would you leave the US
1: um I wouldn't because of my kids now but when I retire Mm -hmm. most definitely you'll be out (laughs) there why why not (laughs) like hey uh I live one time
0: that is a fact you know
1: what I mean yeah why not go out there and, and, and enjoy life and And live life great. That's what I'm about.
0: Do you do you feel like in a more recent year, with obviously the internet being a big place and and YouTube, I feel like being one of those platforms that a lot of people get go back to to respective country and get to showcase uh, the the side that unfortunately we never got to see. I mean, I I knew of it because I used to go as a kid, and my parents always make sure that I was. Um, connected to to my root and and went back and understand my history and such, but I think that the YouTube has definitely played a big role into people taking a camera, actually going and showing you like, hey, look, this is not what they've been telling y'all to be. Do you think that helps in, in the process of potentially even thinking about going there and and retire or even you, visit? And
1: you, you talking about knowing my history and being connected to it?
0: Yeah. Um, or, yeah. or even being able being able to see it, right? Because it was the the world vision, at least when I was growing up, because I grew up in Maryland, growing up, that was the only part of the narrative that, that they constantly showed on TV. So you thought people were still running around, living in huts and with leaves yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Right. So now with, with people actually going back and, and showing what's actually going on, like, I feel like in some way that helps. Right. I, I'm just trying to gauge to see oh. if that if you ever even seen the video. Yeah, well,
1: like I said, my mom, I mean. Yeah, I mean for my mom and my grandfather, and my grandma, like they they always spoke like because they was there most of their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they used to speak about things and um um I, I she really never told me why she came to the United States. But uh at the end of the day, um yeah, I, I have an opinion about it. I, I, they definitely tried to steer your mind into believing that, you know, spear their spear, you know, people in the jungle throwing spears. <laughs> uh but this is a part of the government that we so-called trust to give us vaccinations right mm-hmm. so this is what i'm saying like we 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 trust them to teach our kids but we're claiming to be oppressed we trust them to vaccinate us but but we are claiming to be impressed in uh, you know, oppressed we call out racism they kill us in the street but we're okay with taking injections from them and we're okay from letting them, like, you know, house our kids in in schools and teaching them history that's not true. So it's just strange to me, man.
0: And from your opinion, what do you think it, where does it start in in, in this trying to rebuild and reclaim uh, a lot of this power that we feel at times have been taken away or through the evolution of being in a way at the, at the, like the the only, I, I feel like black people are the only people their their needs are not being met, right? Like you've seen everybody else, um, and I don't know what it was like in the U.S. when the Stop Asian Hate uh, uh, hashtag Which was, is garbage. Was, was was happening. Like all of a sudden it garbage. was it was <laughs> it was apologies it's a, and it's a smoke why, why, why do you think it was? Gar- why do you think it's garbage?
1: Because it's a smoke screen It's the cover up our success on what we do mm-hmm. is to cover up exactly what we've been fighting for, which is acknowledgement and power. Right. Because right now we have unity. And a lot of the unity comes from even the white people believing the story. You got Latinos, you got Asians, and you got a lot of young people that listen to hip hop for so many years that they understand and feel a part of it. Yeah. So now they're changed in their thought process. And so what it is is not a government It went ahead and put out, you know, this Asian hate stuff, making us, making us feel like, let let me tell you something. They've passed laws in this country for Asians. Facts. For being, being protected. Black people has been getting hosed down and attacked by dogs and killed by police for how many years? That's right. So all of this is a smokescreen for us to not stay unified. Black Lives Matter was trash. And and so the thing is, is that that's a great slogan. It brought people together, so I can respect that part. Mm-hmm. But what they stand for, it has zero to do with masculinity. They don't want any masculinity around when it comes to Black Lives Matter. And the mission statement on their website said it until they had to change it because they got so much backlash. They wanted to, they wanted to abolish the nuclear family. And if you want to abolish a nuclear family, especially the black family, who do you think is going to come out of that? It's called matriarchy. And if you have women running around, running the country, running the world, running families, what are we going to be as black men when everybody else is men running it? The yin and yang in relationships. Mm-hmm. And if you lose one of those two, then the balance is off. So for some reason, they got our women thinking um, that, oh, OK, we we got it. Black men ain't doing it. We got it. And that's where the problem is. So it's black men. <clears throat> black men, we need to put ourselves in a position of power, meaning we need to take our families back. That's the start. We need to raise our kids to be strong, independent, strong men that's going to uh, uh, work with other black men in order to build. And then once we can do that and start educating each other, get more into school systems, Get more in the uh, 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 communities to take care of brothers that don't have fathers. Instead of being selfish as men and just taking care of our own, we need a community. We need we need a community to take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. So this is where the power comes in because men are power, and when you weaken the men, then the women are going to step up because that is what they're used to doing. Single mothers. Single mothers with a daughter, with a daughter, uh, single mother with a daughter and uh, raising a son, they raise their daughters and they spoil their sons. So if they're raising their daughters to be strong and independent, but they're spoiling their sons, when in essence what you're doing is you're making that young man weak and he's going to be dependent on his mother and his mother's decisions. In order to live, in order to uh, his thought process is going to be feminine. This is what's going on. We need to take that back, and that's where it starts.
0: But what constitute? So a lot, a lot of the things that you're saying, I do agree with. One question I have for you: Do you feel that should women be in positions of power?
1: Yeah, At I don't. All. I don't mind that. I don't believe in the household. No. But I believe anywhere in the country, you could be the president of the United States. But when you come home and that family is being raised, Mm -hmm. I don't believe that a woman should be in any position of power at all.
0: So 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 should a woman, does she have any say in the household? Could she contribute uh, into the, the decision making? So what you're saying, essentially, the lead should be left to the men. Correct, of course, amount. but okay. I
1: don't. I don't think a woman should be silent. I, that's terrible. Okay. I don't believe that. I believe women. They. I believe they. They play a big role, um, in, uh, families, but also believe that if men don't feel like they're the leader, then they will always succumb to a emotion of a woman. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that when you have a very strong minded uh a woman and you have a very weak man most of the time that man is going to succumb to her emotions and her strength as a woman to dictate the household and this is why i'm saying like when you have a man man needs to feel comfortable in in order to make decisions without having a woman uh throwing her emotions around i mean this is all this is all a part of it so no I, i i definitely believe in women um contributing in the household but i don't believe in their leading no hmm. they can lead fortune 500 companies i think they're they're better uh, they're better than men in a lot of different ways okay so you, the you're, the you're, day, your
0: thing is in the construct of the family the leading role should be left or at least should be the man's responsibility to lead the clan and, and the church mm-hmm. and 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 to do that okay um and the church what if a woman makes more than a man?
1: Money doesn't constitute leadership. Okay. Straight up.
0: Okay. There ain't no <laughs>
1: ifs and buts about it, man. A lot of times, see, and that's what our women's been told. And this is why I used the the, the, the analogy of the woman with the, with the Mexican man in the farms in the farmland getting $3 an hour. He comes home to a submissive, cooperative woman. Because at the end of the day, she respects and uh, him as the head of the household it has nothing to do with finances This has everything to do with what he does leadership his structure um, his legacy his last name all these things matter and men give it away to a woman like it's nothing and have
0: them hyphenated
1: disrespect <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know with the, so but so even so let's say if, if a woman feels like because she's making most of the money in the household that mm-hmm. she should then be left to make potentially some life changing decision. You're saying still no to that, even though sometimes there are men that don't pull their weight in a relationship. So what in in, in in that instance, what what do you suggest?
1: If he's not leading, then he's not a man, he's a male.
0: Break it's that the difference down
1: between me. males and men. Okay. So if he's not leading and he's not pulling his weight, he's a male. He's not a man. A man is very unique. A man who's one who takes care of his responsibilities, who work to take care of his family. Doesn't mean that he needs to make more than his, than his wife. Yeah. just He just needs to bring something to the table. You're out not only physically protecting her, but you're financially protecting her. That's your job.
0: Right.
1: And she's supposed to keep the house stable emotionally. Whenever a woman... See, this is where I think a lot of men fall apart at too. Mm-hmm. Most women have to be at Fortune 500 companies and making two three $300,000 a year. Most of those women have lost their way of understanding the love of the family. So you have my babies and then drop them off at daycare and go back to the man that's giving you money. Mm. It don't seem like it makes any sense to me. Because we're chasing the bag. No, what needs to happen is we need, we need to make what we can to make sure these kids are comfortable, but they're taken care of emotionally. They need their mother. They also need their father. And this is why I look at men and, and go out and try to make five six $600,000 a year. The corporation is going to take away. Uh, he's traveling all the time. And bro, you need to be there for your kids. You can't take no position like that. you was a single man, that's different. you just had girlfriend and boyfriend situation, or husband and wife and no kids, then that's fine. But when the kids are involved, sacrifice needs to be made from everybody. Mm.
0: So you're... Okay. I mean, I agree with, with I think being present, having a male figure present is super important. I think that it's just sometimes finding the balance because some men are are just not stepping into that role unfortunately and some women are having to take on more of the traditional role that uh they've used to in the past and obviously with evolution and progress uh i mean why do you think that is so are we
1: talking about men or are we talking about black men
0: let's let's i'm talking about black men specifically um, okay, when well then we
1: talk about black men, why do you think there is? Why do you think women feel like they need to step up?
0: Honestly, I think some a, a lot of black men are just not stepping up to the plate and and handling their their part of uh the nucleus, meaning like to protect them to provide I mean, I mean many guys will say it, but they're not really walking that path, right? like they're not really stepping into the role. And even you saying uh, as men, our responsibility is not only to our kids and our clan but it is the responsibility, especially as a black man, it is to your community, right? Like you gotta be the example that you want to portray in the community. So when, unfortunately, I think coming up our biggest or the, the men that we emulated were men with money, uh, drug dealers and so on because of how we saw, unfortunately, women treat them. I mean, growing up, I mean, for me, not to speak about everybody, but for, for me spec- specifically, yeah, I'm on the block, man. So, of course. Uh, so yeah, like what you what what you aspire to be? You wanted to be the guy that had the most money and the most woman. But I think, and as you grow up, you realize that that to a certain extent is problematic because leading through this path, sometimes you're not going to be there to physically take care of your clan, right? And and that's part of the evolution. I'm saying, like, so woman had to step in, and to unfortunately for some of the men that weren't handling business they had to take on that role and i also think that back in the in the earlier days like the the 50s and such there was i mean women weren't allowed to 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 work a lot of it was they weren't allowed to to vote and and so many different things though to a certain extent they women were also oppressed i think many of them didn't choose to just stay at home and just do nothing Mm -hmm. is the expectation that though even though so much progress has been made for the woman to still just be at home and mm-hmm. her main responsibility to take care of just the household is that how do you view it
1: so i view it as well let me say this first because i'm gonna talk my answer that mm-hmm. feminism is what destroyed the black community because feminism was a it was for it was really for white women but black women took it on as if it was for them black men has never had any power to oppress women we've never ran the country we've never made laws to prevent women from doing anything in our communities our women were women Mm. but for some reason black women chose to chose to fight as if they're being they're the ones being oppressed in a community that we didn't create and then black men has been blamed for it as if we're uh, uh uh we're the ones who's who was calling the shots No, we've always been respectful to our women. We've always allowed them to be women. We've never oppressed them. Not on our watch, but for some reason, they feel like that was their fight. Welfare system came in and said, oh, okay. Well, we're going to give you a certain amount of money to take care of your family. But guess what? We can't have the man in the household. Really? So really, what what happened was they sold us out for money. A lot of our community sold us out for money. This is a fact. This is not. This is nothing that no, no, I'm for making sure. up. That,
0: that, is- that I agree with you as far as how the uh, welfare system created a lot more disparity, especially when it came to black family. Because, like you're saying, some of these stipulations to even get it was that you had to be a single mother. So there was more. It, it seemed like more incentive to go towards that route than not. And even now, like when we have men stepping up and trying to do the right thing and take care of the kids the system is still fighting you on that right like you still it's
1: it's designed yeah. to split to separate and, and it's designed for unstable uh never to be stable again hmm. so again man i you know i don't mind like i said man i don't women's voting okay <laughs> like all i don't care about that that that's fine i mean i didn't that that has zero to do with because I don't think voting changes what happens. Like you gotta understand, like that's something that they want us to believe that that's really works for us to keep us sane, right? To keep us apart because we felt like we couldn't vote. What would we do, we will overthrow the government. It will be more of a dictatorship, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what I'm saying is, you think you think that the government is not planned for a movement? These people plan movement. So I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. As as a as a man, our job is to critically think about what's exactly going on, expressing it to our family and get and get their mental health ready for the war that's going to happen. I'm not talking about physical war. It's a mental war going on and that's we actually. need to understand what's around us and what's working for us and what's against us. And we cannot have our women working against us. And I believe they are right now.
0: And why do you what do you say that? Why do you think a woman are working against? Are You meaning like actively, or just the way society is?
1: Society has shaped them to believe that we're not shit. Excuse my language. I'm sorry about that. Yeah,
0: no, that's fine. You they
1: they they they've shaped us yeah. to to make to make us believe that we're garbage people. Like we're men of of weak. Where we don't we don't have anything to offer our families. What other what other nationality you know don't have respect for their men? They all do, but black women, for some reason, they speak loudly and proudly. I'm independent. Mm. Well, the race and nationalities tell them, tell, tell their, tell their, that tell their men they're independent. Like, how many, how many men do you see walk around and say they're, they're independent? You know why we don't say we're independent? Because we understand what, what a woman's, what a woman does for our life. That's a fact. Ying and the yang and for some reason they walk they walk around and I don't blame women for nothing it's our leadership that's that's crashed ultimately <laughs> for make them believe that this is that this is something that um is really going on you know but at the end of the day good fathers good strong communities cardi b wouldn't happen make mm-hmm. the stallion wouldn't happen Summer Girls wouldn't happen. I don't even believe in Tupac and all of them either. This is horrible. This is what I'm saying. Like, as black men, Mm. we can't glorify things that's harmful to our community and kids, but we continuously do. Gangster rap is one of the most horrifying things that's happened to our community. We're numb to violence. That's a fact. There's no other race numb to violence. This is why when they see us, they envision what? They envision animals. They envision people that want to hurt other people. Yeah. So as a man, who am I not to speak up about it? So that's why I say when you look at my channel, I speak about masculinity a lot. Mm-hmm. But I would throw every now and then, I would throw things that as disgusting that I find that they doing against our people <laughs> and in our people doing.
0: that's a fact, I see I see it on your on your Instagram. I mean, so for what you're saying that I'm 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 almost uh in agreement 100%. Uh, now that I think that, like I said, like to a lot of things that you're speaking of, like I was like I was I sided with you. Some of the stuff I do think it's a little bit problematic, but we'll get into it a little bit. And I want you to, yeah. to gain a better understanding. But like I said, these conversations to me, uh, especially as a younger cat looking over to OG, like you, to gain understanding how we bridge the gap, because I'm also a believer that like change start within us. And like I said, growing up, a lot of shit that was passed down to us, unfortunately didn't, it didn't equip us to really be better men, right? Like like you're saying, like even the music that we listen to, like my favorite artist of all time is 50 Cent, Get Richard Die Trying. Like I could recite that back to back, but now as a grown man, when I look back and even listen to some of the lyrics in, in that music, I understand that to be super problematic, right? And in your opinion how do you think we bridge the gap between the older generation and the younger generation and how do we kind of like meet in the middle almost right because i feel like it's like two extremes mm-hmm. at this point right you got the ogs on one side and the younger cats and and whereas in i remember a time and and even to this day uh especially when you go back to the motherland as a, as a like you always give respect to your elders. It, it doesn't even matter if, like, as soon as a person is even a year older than you, that's ultimate respect. There's, there's no in between. There's no, there's no disrespecting OGs. And even if you feel like what they're saying is wrong, or but in that moment you still allow that respect and maybe um, show your 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 disapproval, your your what you don't approve of, but back to the question like I'm saying how do you how do we bridge the gap between the the gap
1: we bridge the gap by raising our sons to be strong men again we're we we are not going this generation Mm. that of men has been raised by feminine energy so they're emotional they don't think like men they haven't been raised by men, but so sorry, not to cut you of off.
0: Uh-huh. We we do have both energy though. Like we, as a men, you do have a masculine. Ooh, who has both? And a feminine energy. We, we, we
1: don't. We don't have feminine energy. Who says that?
0: I was I was reading up on a book. Um, what's What's the name of the
1: book? <laughs> we don't have feminine energy, man. Don't let them tell you.
0: <laughs> what feminine energy you, do we have? I, I mean, within us, we 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 definitely have. I mean, because men. I mean, that's the emotional side of men, right? And I think that we've been... And, and this is when I think that I'm on the other f- side of the fence where we've been taught to completely disregard our emotional side, right? And it's made us almost like hard rock solid. And I think that at times... What's wrong with that? It makes you that's numb to I, the that world. That would be my challenge. Yeah.
1: Because, I, because one thing I want to say, mm-hmm. you don't know what I do, but I'm actually... I have I have a degree in psychology. This is what I do. Okay. So I I would challenge you on that. I would love to talk to you about this. So let's let's really dive into it. Let's get it. I think it's a miss. I think it I think the perception is is that men the way we used to deal with whatever we were feeling was wrong. And now that we deal deal with it the way women do it is right. So talk to me about what 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 you were what you were saying a little more.
0: So what I was saying about the, the masculine and feminine energy being within every human being, we have both. Men tend to lean a lot more on the masculine energy. And at times, it is important to recognize that you can sort of tap into the the feminine energy in the way, right? So when it comes to, for example, so what's the
1: benefit of that? what's
0: the benefit of that so then so for me for example um i'm dating somebody and then she let's say she had a long week at work right as a man i think that showing my my woman appreciation by let's say you know what today i got home early i'm working from home whatever it is i'm gonna make whatever her favorite dish is for example She's gonna come home. Wrong she, time. she enjoy wine, and, and I'm a, and so I think that's. But is that. that feminine? Is that feminine though?
1: Or is that just respect for your woman?
0: I think it's both. Because because we, we I don't, we, I don't we, deal with it as feminine. We see woman because we will say like a woman, uh, the feminine energy, or woman responsibility is to is to make sure when a man when we get home from a hard uh, days the of work aspect, right. The nurturing aspect of it. So you don't think that's the feminine energy aspect, at, at all? I don't,
1: I don't think you making dinner for is a nurturing aspect.